This episode of the Game Club Pod contains spoilers for Yakuza Zero. I was, I was saying to Payne the other day that I really miss because I've I've been oh cool we're recording um I've been sick with COVID um so uh, I've not really He's had a COVIDy COVIDy boy it's COVID had the Rona I finally caught it um which sucks let me tell you it's I do do not recommend at all but um I was saying to Payne I really miss playing on Bun This Dipping Island. <laughs> on this dipping island we'll be back on it soon right? we will for sure once once editor alex is back from his well-deserved holiday can i tell you a secret about bun this dipping island absolutely slay do you know what bun this dipping island i is? don't know what y'all are talking about but i'm assuming yeah, it has something to do with the forest yeah yes. it does it's okay. the new sons of the forest it's what tim called for some reason i don't know why it's what tim called our island the but, trick um, is to turn your brain off yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's, that sounds right for anything Tim has ever named. <laughs> so the secret is that Alex and I played the forest with uh, my friend Chris um, while Tim wasn't there, and I couldn't remember what the island was called, so I named it F*** You Bone Corp because you guys no, <laughs> no, that's sacrilege, and oh, there will be a trial about this. <laughs> Yes, I'm sure it'll come up in Bone Court on Bun This Dipping Island. <laughs> so if you're Bone confused court. about this, make sure you show up to the stream so you can understand. Tune yeah, to Twitch.tv slash PlaysGames. Tim, what's the Twitch? Uh, Game Club Pod. Yeah, Twitch.tv slash Game Club Pod. And really fun, by the time that this is out, we will be live streaming simultaneously with Twitch on YouTube. So yes. if you want to watch us there... YouTube channel is youtube.com forward slash game club pod. Y'all doing that too? We're getting this. Yeah, I've already, uh, already made it, Slade. Oh, okay. I didn't. We, no one told me. We're getting this SEO on lock. Uh, I, so in my streams, I've realized I messed up the Statue of Liberty and I have to take it apart and I'm not looking forward to it. I actually rage quit building Legos today when I realized that. For context, Slade has got Lego Statue of Liberty. He hasn't fed yeah. up the real thing. Yeah, Naughty American Slade. I was showing them when I finished it. Next one up is this here, right? Which I'm really oh, excited. It's a big wooden tank. Yeah, but it's got a statue of one of the museum's curators, David Fletcher. Nice. Uh, he's referred to as the mustache of knowledge. And if you ever see him, if you picture like a cartoon dad talking and it's just the mustache moving... That's him giving that's, a lecture, and it's it's endlessly entertaining to me. That's funny because I call Tim the mustache of dad jokes. I, I am, I am. Because because when he he starts them, he says, "I mustache you a question." <laughs> I must, I'm trying to try to get, try to say that I mustache tell you something, but that doesn't work at all. <laughs> it's uh, I mustache you a question, but I will shave it for later. I'll shave it for later. Um, yeah, oh. who's editing this one? Sorry, uh, that'll be me. Okay, Tim, you can keep you. You can choose to do what you want with this, Slade. Um, for another peek behind our, our internal curtain, I had a <laughs> conversation with Tim a few days ago, and I, where I said, "I have an idea for the pod. What do you think of playing Doki Doki Literature Club?" And, uh, <laughs> Tim said, "That is not podcast appropriate. It's not podcast appropriate. <laughs> it's not podcast appropriate whatsoever." No, so, um, I, I go, didn't do you want to go to the, the twist? Do you, do you uh, want to know why? No, no, well, I, 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 I now know. Oh, I now okay. know, and I watched a playthrough of it. I mean, I would have hated it because it's the exact kind of game that I hate. But 
Sorry, I, I opened my phone because I got a notification and TikTok was open. Wow, went, Tim. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Tim, oh, shut up. <laughs> Do you know, I found out the oh, yeah. I thought it was a dirty noise, but it's actually not. No. It's to do with the American, uh, it's either the Navy or the Army, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, Someone has just put it in that voice. Wow. Hi. Yeah. Exactly. All right, it's a hoorah thing, isn't it? Oh, uh, other thing that came with my chair. Oh, and I have a few things I gotta plug. Hang on. It's the other thing I thought was really cool. I bought a chair from Secret Lab. These two have been listening to me talk about it. It's great, by the way. You should do it. Yeah, you should you should listen to Slade on this podcast and think, bloody but, hell, that chair sounds great. Look at look at that. It's Levi cleaning cloths. I can't believe who's, they made Levi wipes. Yeah. Who's who's Levi? Uh, he makes jeans. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> uh, oh, the other thing, I, w- I was gifted a uh, a game from. Uh... Oh, okay. Well, let's let's talk about this because the person who gifted you the game has made another game, right? Yes. Well, they've made uh, they've made like four or five games. Okay. What was the one that I found called? Uh, so it's Team Sneed is who made it, and the oh, one I you know found, where this is going. Yeah. The one you found was called Cuckold Simulator. Yeah. It's a thing, but anyways, thank you, Team Sneed, for the uh, for the games. <laughs> There's a. There's there's DLC for Cuckold Simulator, a COVID nineteen mask, mm-hmm. and you can pay a dollar for that. Great. <laughs> um, Wish I had that before I same, got COVID. These are the same people that have got. You have this game on your wish list, Slade. Elden yes. Bling. Yes. Fucking hell. <laughs> Tim, can you cut all of this? Please? Oh, all of this is going. It's being scrapped. So please don't oh. give this any any. It's not getting airtime. Time. Okay, well, on the other side of that, this does need this does need actual airtime. Uh, the episode should be out by now, but over on Gaming and Collecting Podcast, there was a anime roundtable to talk about your top ten animes. I was on that. Please go give that a listen. Go give it a listen. Wow. What were your? Sorry, uh, I shouldn't ask because it means people won't listen. What were your top ten, Slade? Just give us a, a sneak preview uh, of your let me, top few. I'm, I'm going to go in, because it started out as a, uh, a list of 20, believe it or not. Mm. That was and hard, because you've not watched 20. Why of the list, and then the audience has to has to listen to the episode to see where they come on your list? Ah, okay. I will drop I will drop three of them real quick. Uh, one of them is Higurashi. Wait, do you want me to do my top three, or just pick three at random? Any three, and then the audience like, has to go and listen to the episode. Sure. Uh, Darling in the Franks. Higurashi, When They Cry. And Licorice Recoil. Okay. Never heard of any of them. So. I, I know Darling in the Franks. It's pretty good. Yes. It's I don't good. know. what. Sorry, what are these? They're called Animes, Joey. What's what's that? <laughs> I love coming back to a new bit. This this bit's gone on forever. But uh, anyways, sorry, what, catch, what bit do you mean? I'm you really can catch me there. But also, I got invited to be on... I don't know when it comes out, but I'm just going to go ahead and make sure everybody knows the... Cultworthy movie podcast. Hey, they're doing anime April. I was invited to be on with Josh Scar, and we're going to be talking about some anime movies. Should be wow, a good time. Wow, wow, keep a lookout for that as well. Sorry, what? What kind of movies? Christ. I think he called. I think he called them spanime. Yeah, a- anime, animated Spain. movie. So, so like the Simpsons movie. Yeah, big. The, the Futurama specials when they when they got like brought back, they're anime, right? Oh, cool. Warship Down? Yeah, anime. Yeah. 
Cool. Anything else? Uh, Fox and the Hound? That's, that's a good anime. I'm pretty sure all of Winter Pooh. Any, anyways, please make sure y'all go and listen to those if you haven't. And thank I y'all like, for having thank them for having me on as well. I like to think that there are people listening to this game. I think I'll watch that now because I'm not sure they know what anime actually is. <laughs> <laughs> they don't understand the genre. <laughs> I don't understand the artistic expression of fan service. Uh, shall we get on with an episode? Let's do it, Tim. You need to do a spoiler warning. I do. This game contains... This game. I did it first episode back, everyone. Um, <laughs> this episode of the Game Club pod contains spoilers for Yakuza 0. Ooh, Slade, play that music. Oh, someone replace your drink with clown juice. <laughs> Why did that make me so hard? <laughs> Hard to find. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, I hope that actually sounded good on the microphone. It, <laughs> it sounded it horrific. Not. <laughs> <laughs> All I right, can do it well, again if you want me to. Here you go. I no. got you. <laughs> Great. Hello oh and God. welcome to video game. No, it's not video game club anymore. <laughs> Hello and welcome to game club pod. Let's uh, start where... that bit again, Tim. Come on, thank let's you. Do, will do. do it properly. Video games not too dissimilar from a book club. I'm one of your hosts, Tim, at Wimbember on everything. I'm joined by my usual co host, Joey Fitz. Hello, you can find me at Cuckold Simulator. <laughs> Great. And also, Slade Island. Hey, you can find me at Slade Plays Games on Twitter and Twitch, Slade's Life on Instagram. Well, he's normally playing Cuckold Simulator. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'm really sorry to give this more airtime. Um, I'm on the cuckold simulator Steam. For God's sake. Yeah. You gotta leave it in now, Tim. No, it now has to stay in for context. Yeah. Can I, can I just uh, read you the, the description of this game? Sure. So it starts with capital letters for the first two words cuckold simulator. The exciting new game where you play as a cuckold, brackets, that is his name, close brackets, in his day to day life. Work hard, give all your money to the bull, and verbally abused by your fat wife. Jesus Christ. That sounds horrific. Slade, when are you going to stream it? Do you think I'm getting... Hey, what's the password to the Game Club pod uh, Twitch account? I'll stream it there. Hell <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, well, we're here to talk about Yakuza 0, but I have a question for you, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Gentle, mental men. The last way you died in a video game is now is how you now die. How gruesome is it? Um, <laughs> uh, I fell off a ledge. <laughs> what what game I was think, it? Uh, I can't say because it's coming up next for ah, a podcast. Okay. Yeah. This is boring. I think I fell off a ledge too. Ah. <laughs> well, I got shot in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say what mine to? is either because it's for, also for an upcoming game. Good question, Tim. Yep. Can I can I ask what's the best death in a video game? I mean, most, most of Mortal Kombat stuff has to be up there, right? Yeah, mm. I mean, because it's it's on purpose grotesque. Though. Well, yeah, that's the point. Yeah. Uh, anything from Postal. Yeah, uh, especially Postal too, because what you can pee on somebody enough in that game to make them die. Mm. Tim, what are you drinking? 
Uh, I have. I'm drinking a knockoff San Miguel called Martinez. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think the most gruesome way to die is the way. Amongus. Amongus. <laughs> Among us. Um, all right. Cool. Well, Slade, sorry. Can you say that again? I don't know what game you're talking about. Among us. Okay. The, the what? Among us. <laughs> Very good. Good. Well, we're here to talk about Yakuza 0, just to kind of give a bit of a rundown. Yakuza 0 is actually a prequel to long-running uh, Yakuza Zero, uh, series made by Sega and Ryoga Gotaku Studio, or Like a Dragon, which, if you're familiar with the um, Yakuza series, you'll know that Yakuza shares the subtitle, Like a Dragon. It was released on the 12th of March uh, 2015, which I think... As of the time of this recording, its anniversary is actually coming up in two days. Um, it released on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PlayStation 3, Xbox Game Pass, so you can stream it to anything that can stream things, Microsoft Windows, and the Amazon Luna, as well as Steam. Uh, it's got a 10 out of 10 on Steam and 86% on Metacritic, and it won the award for excellence in future division at the Japanese Game Awards. Uh, excellent. Excellent. I'm going to go to immediate thoughts. Uh, Joey... So, I didn't enjoy Yakuza Zero particularly. Um, what the main story felt like it got in the way of the actual fun bits, which are like the mini games. And I felt like you could have played Yakuza Mario Party much more enjoyably than <laughs> the actual story. Which I just <sighs> there was something about how they split the dialogue options of. You're either reading a visual novel, a animated cutscene, or like a mixture between the two, and it just didn't feel consistent. It felt it felt in places like it was really rushed. But then the character models looked excellent, and the mini games were well thought out and quite fun. So I couldn't work out if they rushed the story and just threw it together as like a glue to hold together all the fun bits of the game. Do you know what I mean? I do. I, I do get what you're saying. Um, with regards to the cutscene, because uh, the, there's like the game with its cutscenes takes on like three different art styles. Joey's right with like there's like a visual novel one, there's like a, a presentation slideshow one, and there's like actual fully animated cutscenes ones. Mm-hmm. I always took it as the fully animated cutscenes are happening, you know, verbal conversations, physical actions. The presentation ones kind of happening as like almost glances and exchanges, like subconscious conversations. Um, like they were thinking things, and then the and then the conversations is well conversations where there's not much action going on. Yeah, I just I don't know. I felt like they could have either stopped it or just done it consistently. Um, I also thought it was quite funny that there was a lot of missions that were like find a phone box, and then yeah. the whole mission was to walk about ten steps down the street into a phone box, and that was it. It was just a bit. I don't know. Just something about it didn't feel like it was it was made to be fun. Okay, which sounds mad, but um, but the 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 the, the mini games were fun. I for some reason enjoyed fishing, where I could catch a shark. Eventually, that was fun. Um, Good. I watched Slade stream some of this, and I enjoyed him doing the karaoke. I didn't understand the meme he was talking about, but he what damn it, that yeah, I was I like, ah, it's the source of the meme. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen that meme, but um, Slade enjoyed it, which I, I liked. I was happy to see him enjoy it. 
Um, I didn't understand the card collecting, and Tim, I brought this up with you. The card collecting locks you, unlocks you real life softcore porn. Yes, which I what? Why? So there's an NPC in the game called Mister Libido. Uh, who is looking for these um, these anime not anime these idol cards? Um, sorry, it's Japan. Um, um, so they're looking for these cards with these pop stars on them, which they call idols over there, or idol cards. And apparently, these are a real thing. Uh, but Mister Libido is basically just this like guy who is all about sex. He's all about having a libido, and he is the guy who runs the softcore porn places. So by by getting the cards, you give them to him. He'll give you the videos. Right. So I, I've i made it clear that I don't understand nor watch anime. But if I was to, um, and let's hypothetically say that I may have watched an anime. I haven't. I've never seen an anime. But hypothetically, the thing I would hate most about that is the character that's only there to be sexually charged. And the fact that there is one of these in this video game irks me. <laughs> I mean, for what it's worth, he's very unimportant to the story. Yes. Well, yeah, but I think a lot of it was... The thing is, a lot of the story is unimportant to the story. Does that make sense? I mean, I think with, I think this is one of these games, and I've said it on a lot of episodes before, I personally enjoy a game that makes you tell a story afterwards, and this game makes you tell stories. Like, yeah. the, main, the plot is almost there as a suggestion. Yeah, it's a very long game to have a plot there as a suggestion, though. About 30 hours total. Yeah, it's very long for a suggestion. <laughs> uh, all right, Slade, your thoughts? Sure. Notebook time. Notebook. Okay, oh, good. N- notebook time. Uh, can Zero, while you're playing this, uh, button mash X to win. Find an anime to put on in the background. Personally, I watched all the Fruits Basket. Would highly recommend Fruits Basket. Uh, a lot of waiting, a lot of slow walking when you're doing escort missions. And I forgot how dreadful escort missions are when the person you're escorting can die. Uh, other than that, it's really amazing what you can accomplish with a simple baseball bat at times. <laughs> uh, the potential is, is unbelievable. One, I am 100% lost on the story. Not really interested. It's the best fighting game I've played since Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, however. Uh, why does everybody dress like a JoJo character reject? Tim should get that Japan. one. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? The cutscene thing, I'm not going to repeat what Joey said, but I'm I'm with him on that. I also forgot how awful that uh, QTEs can be at times when you're like not ready for it because you think you're like watching a little cutscene in the middle of a fight. Well, that's why it's called it, a quick time event. You got to be quick. I know, if, if you're like me, sometimes I just put the controller down if they're taking too long, and then it yells at me to press X, and it's too late. Uh, I don't quick. agree. I don't agree with the mini games thing. And the one I want to bring up is the club management one. Oh my god, the uh, the I, wanna, I, wanna, club, I loved I, it. I, I want to bring that up because see, in a mini game, let's use Mario Party, like Joey said, Mario Party is like the kingpin of mini games, right? And you notice it's less than a paragraph for you to know how to play the mini game. Yes, it's not. Seven pages of instructions on how to play the mini game. That's too much. That's a game. That's not a mini game. That was a maxi game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 99% of it is where the f*** do I go? Because I got turned around so many times, but I also lead that to I'm not used to navigating cities in general. I've said before, my nearest neighbor is like 100 foot away from me. I live in a very spread out place. So when I go to big cities, I get lost as well in person. 
I was completely tur- Tim could tell you I was turned around in England like nine times out of ten. Yeah. Uh, other than that, this also makes me realize I was still correct that uh, the only JRPGs, or I guess you would call this a JRPG, uh, more of a it's not a JRPG. What would you call trick. this? It's a beat 'em up with RPG elements. Okay, well, it, anyways, unless it starts with the words Persona, I don't enjoy it very much. I will. I will say I'm with Joey though. The like beating up angry looking Japanese men with a bicycle is never not entertaining. I just don't want to sit through 20, 30 minutes of cutscenes to get back to beating up angry looking Japanese men with bicycles or whatever the nearest office plant is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, like I, I just, I was uninterested. I just wanted to go back to beating people up with the most ridiculous things I could get cosmic you to pick up I, or beating people to death with the baseball bat with the, as the ponytail guy. Goro Mijima. That guy, yes. It blows my mind that you can remember all these names. It, I can't well, remember I, my next door neighbor's names sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, uh, for for my thoughts, uh, I loved uh, pretty much every second of this. I will agree with Joey in that the cutscenes maybe go on a little too long, uh, but I love the story. I love the characters. The gameplay was engaging. Uh, the cabaret mini club was one of my favorites, where you have to run the cabaret clubs. This is a game to me that lives and dies on its mini on its side quests mm-hmm. uh, and mini games. Like it plays its main story, you know, straight as an arrow, very very serious, very very grounded. But then you know you'll be doing some wacky adventure uh, off to the side. Now I've actually I actually kept a list of all the things that I did while playing Yakuza Zero as side quests. Nice. And I'd just like to run through some of them and see if you guys had a similar experience to me with any of these. Let's do it. All right. So. Uh, I've got found an Italian prostitute in an alleyway and gave her pizza that I ordered from a place called Smile Burger so that she could find love. No, actually, I don't think I did any of the side quests. You I was are just missing out. Story. Yeah, the side quests were the best bit, Slade. Um, I, I, I just, yeah, I beelined through the story, so I'm going to miss the majority. Unless it forced me to do it, I'm going to miss out on these. I didn't do that, Tim. So I've got escorted a man wearing a nice jacket across a bridge while pissed off bikers tried to beat him up. Yep, did that. You know about that one, that's good. Went into a phone sex club that played like a first-person shooter and wound up on two dates. One that was successful, but one wound up with me meeting a catfish milf who pegged me in a movie theater and left me limping. (laughs) And then he went home and played Yakuza. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've got one here that's... uh, While attempting to find a man's daughter at a hostess club, the man found out it wasn't his daughter and forgot all about his daughter when the host started calling him daddy. Yeah, did that. Great quest. Ran away from Mr. Shakedown a lot. Now, Mr. Shakedown is an NPC that you can just randomly run into, and all he is is just a big man, and he is a... Mu- it, you have to do what's called self-defense mugging, where... You, yep. You, I actually... I, I got spiteful and ended up grinding up a lot of money to go beat the hell out of him. So the whole thing is with Mr. Shakedown, Joey. I don't know if you know this. If he if he catches you and beats you, he takes all of your money. All of it. Wow. Um, yeah. And uh, the good thing is, though, that if you see him again and you beat him in a fight... You'll not only get all of your money back, but also 15% interest. So it's a bit like a bank. So, so it's worth losing your money. To an, to yep. an extent, but then obviously you can't yep. do anything. Uh, I've got one here where I pretended to be a producer on a cooking show, and then when the real producer showed up, I beat him up and called him a fraud. <laughs> no, <I didn't laughs> do that. Uh, I've got uh, 
became the leader of a chain of cabaret clubs, having to learn all the girls' hand signals so they could manage their clients, ranging from I need a drink to this guy has a knife. And you just kind of have to learn this. The cabaret clubs are fun, and I would legit enjoy an entire game out of it. But if you master it, you get a fourth fighting style with Goro Mijima, uh, See, which is I, very fun. I did a bit of the cabaret club. I didn't. I obviously didn't go into it as much as as you did. I, I did it the one time and was like, yeah, no, it's too complicated oh, and it. just moved on. There is also, um, there's one that I didn't do where if you're playing as um, Kiryu, you can do a, a a real estate series of quests. And if you invest, if you bring Tachibana real estate, you end up working for enough money through your real estate, you get a fourth fighting option. Um, nice. So I helped a diaper-wearing man at a phone booth called Mr. Libido find Pop Idol trading cards. And when he was going, he said that he was going to, quote, whack the weasel. <laughs> I did a bit um, of that. Not whacking the weasel, sorry. I, I helped um, Mr. Libido out a bit. I <laughs> uh, helped a school child stop his girlfriend from selling her pants to strangers. <laughs> nope. That was one. Uh, befriended a cashier when I bought an entire convenience store worth of energy drinks for health. <laughs> Uh, karaoke, lots of karaoke, indoor batting machine and drunken and drunken darts, funky do- funky disco dance clubs, crane games for an expensive escort date complete with sushi. Nice. Um, I was asked to be in a music video for a, for a musician musician called Miracle Johnson. The <laughs> the it was directed by Stephen Spinning, director of the Indian Jeans movies. My role was to beat up the extras. So I was I was going to bring up Stephen Spinning. It's definitely Spinning's Steven, funny. Steven Spielberg, isn't it? Yes, and, my, and Miracle Johnson is absolutely Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Th- Tim, it sounds to me like you're just describing like WarioWare, and the game that you're now describing to me sounds much more enjoyable than what I went through for 17 hours. Uh, I've got one where I played a crane game for an hour in my own free time because I wanted. Uh, I wanted Don Chan from Taiko no Tatsujin. Um, wow. And also, I joined a breakdance crew and had a breakdance battle while busking on a bridge. Yeah, I did that as well. Yeah, those are just some of the side quests I had. Well, the side well, quests, like, like we said, were the best bits of the game. If, Like you said, Tim, um, maybe not a whole game about the cabaret management. I mean, it would make sense as its own game, but if if they cut out the main story and all you had to do was like sim and go and have fun and do these wacky side quests i would really enjoy this game right <clears throat> i've just remembered one that where i don't remember the exact details of the quest but there was a guy simping over a girl to go and get her gum as he knocked me down in the street mm-hmm. so I, I ran after him found out what was wrong and bought him some new shoes so he could simp harder <laughs> that was the quest um, we should probably talk story uh, yeah, for this please. game, and it is a doozy because it is uh, kind of complicated and very and lots of interlocking parts. Mm-hmm. So it takes pl- uh, the story takes place really in two cities um, in 1980s Japan, uh, starting out in Kamarucho with Kazuma Kiryu, uh, who is working for the Tojo Clan, uh, a family of yakuza, uh, and they run essentially the real estate in Kamarucho's downtown city center. Now you're sent out on a collection job for a local loan shark to go and collect money from a guy. But then a few hours later, the guy that you collected winds up, uh, collected from winds up dead in the alleyway that you collected the money from. So there's uh, and but you didn't do it. So there's been a framed murder, and of course the yakuza are there to try and kick you out. Um, eventually, you get uh, Kiryu gets picked up by a new yakuza man in town called Tachibana, uh, who is running a real estate company, and you find out about him through uh, another yakuza man called Oda who works for Tachibana who is, you find out essentially through about Tachibana through local businesses 
essentially discussing with each other, waiting for Tachibana to come out and buy their business. Because no matter what happens, Tojo family can't seem to get the businesses to sell, but Tachibana just comes in and the business is gone in about five minutes. Um, so you end up working for Tachibana to try and close, to try and secure a deal on this place called The Empty Lot, which is the place where the murder took place. Uh, all the while we're trying to unravel this murder mystery. Cut to Osaka, where you play as Goro Michiba, who is running a cabaret club called The Grand. He is known as the Lord of the Night, uh, and he's very suave, very stylish, uh, very customer-first. And he is running a cabaret club to try and get back into the Yakuza. He's an essentially a uh, strange Yakuza after he failed a job. Um, now, he is sent by the person that he's reporting to, a man called Sagawa, uh, to go and kill this girl. Uh, who is blind, uh, but it's not really uh, it's not really established as to why he wants to kill or why he wants her dead. Uh, now the story seems to cut back and forth as you unravel this mystery, and what it turns out is happening is that this girl, uh, this blind girl, her grandfather owned the empty lot, and the reason there was a murder pinned on the property is because that would bring the property price down, and so the Tojo clan could buy it. However, she's related to Tachibana. But before he can buy the property, he is killed by the Tojo clan when he goes to uh, when he goes to Kamarucho to find her. You then go on a bit of a revenge mission, uh, taking down the heads of the Tojo clan uh, until you are accepted back into the group without them wanting to kill you. That is a very much whistle stop tour of the story. Hmm. You forgot the bit where you got pegged in a cinema in the main. I story. did get pegged in a cinema. You are. <laughs> 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 Jesus. That that date, um, so just to touch on the first person shooter aspect of the phone dating game, the whole thing is that you're meant to time your shots with the particular conversation pieces that you're that you want to have. And one of that that date started off with me saying, Hey, why don't we go and punch kangaroos? And she seemed <laughs> to be into it. <laughs> it was very much that kind of game, I think. Was if you take it seriously, you're gonna have a bad time. I think that's why maybe in reflection that's why i didn't enjoy the main story is because it took itself quite seriously whereas yeah. the mini games didn't so that's why i felt they were more fun mm. i would i would really encourage you to go back and see some of the mini games because the ones that i covered i say mini games side quests yeah, yeah um, sorry, the ones sorry. that i covered uh they don't even begin to scratch the surface of the things you can do in that game yeah right but I'm right in thinking that if you progress the story, it locks off certain side quests, right? That's so you right. you have to do it from the start. That's right. Yeah, and it does It does say things like, hey, do you want to go to bed tonight or do you want to hang out in the city for a bit longer? Mm, like, it yeah. does give you, like, a little warning. Yeah, it's like, hey, you it's can't like, progress. Uh, you can't go back. Yeah, it is. It isn't like Persona where it's like, you know, uh, you have two time slots in your day. Yeah. Lol, it's February. Your year is over. It's like, oh, okay, cool. no this this is very uh upfront and been like hey you can't you can't go back do you want to do anything else while you're here yeah good um um sorry i was gonna say let's let's talk about the city let's talk about the world it's in yes what did you think Um, of the city so joey and i were briefly talking about this i really really enjoyed it um it's open world in the biggest inverted commas i could possibly give uh because while the world itself is very, very small, it's very, very deep and intricate in the things that you can do. I, I said to Joey about an inch wide, but a mile deep. Yeah. It certainly is an inch wide, though. It's very small, <laughs> both worlds. I was expecting, like, GTA levels of city. Maybe not the, the outside bit, but the city itself. Um, 
and I, like obviously you don't have the cars and stuff to get around so it's not doesn't need to feel that big but i think it's well designed it looks very nice but it does have the one thing that i think is pretty unforgivable in today's age of gaming and that's it obvious invisible walls yes i'm not a fan of invisible walls i think the only time that it's really excusable in Camaroot show is when there's quite clearly a main road yeah that, like you know you wouldn't really want to cross because you'd be hit by a car yeah yeah um so some of you know this my girlfriend actually spent a year in japan uh, teaching English, and so she was interested in some of the signs and the co- and the culture that's on the, that's in the game. So I spent a lot of time like trying to understand the signs as well because I'm like Japanese. There's one store that I really wanted to highlight called Don Quixote um, that you guys might have seen. It, it's one of these stores that has a bit of everything, and it's very enigmatic of a typical Japanese everything store because it has its own theme song as well that plays on loop in the shop. Sounds fun. Don Quixote actually mean? Uh, it, the Don Quixote is the name of an explorer. Oh, cool. Yes. Wasn't he like an explorer in like the 16th Something 17th like that. century? Yeah. Don Corleone, right? Don Corleone. <laughs> yeah. The famous explorer. The famous explorer. <laughs> mm. What did you think of the world slayed? Um, like I said, I got lost a lot, but that's also it's a different place. Uh, to give you an idea. You could drop me off in Fallout 4 and I could walk from point A to point B without opening the map. You know, you drop me somewhere that's like wide open space, I can figure out where the hell I need to go. But in this, absolutely not. See, I'm the other way around. You give me, you know, tight and closed environments and like I'll be making like mental marks of like that, that's over there, that's over that's there. Right. I, I think Tim sleeps in a coffin. I do, I do. I'm, uh, I think this is just like a difference of where we, you know, grown up and used to navigating. Yeah, to be fair. Yeah, about to say, and also in my skill set and work as well, I go out into a field and have to figure out where everything is going to go with zero landmarks. Mm. Diggy diggy hole. Yeah, so it's, you know, I just think I, it's not a skill set that I have. That's fair. Uh, what would you guys say your shining light for the game is? Um, the fishing game. I <laughs> Genu- didn't do the fishing game at all. The fishing game comes off so boring for a very, very long time. But if you wait and wait and wait and wait and reject all the fish that take your line, uh, a great white shark jumps out of the water and it catches you so off guard. It was just, um, it was really funny. Played? I I stand by the beating up very serious Japanese men with bicycles. It's never, (laughs) the catharsis of itself is perfect i think the fighting element of this game is so the beat em up element is really strong what i really never got the grasp of in my full playthrough of it was the environmental um environmental like knockouts i thought i was getting the hang of it for a while but then i realized i was performing the same two over and over again despite i'm sure a lot of the environments having like 
nine, ten different versions. I, I could only manage mm. to work out two or three of them. There I was, never worked out blocking. There's was. Oh no, I didn't bother with blocking. I just dodged a lot. But um, can I? Can we say what the worst thing in the combat is? And I, I feel like we're all going to agree. Go on. Guns. No, guns are fine. You can dodge them. <sighs> the way, sorry. I died for, in the last... For everyone the last, guns. I was, I was there, <laughs> for everyone listening, guns. imagine the meme where the guy the goes... The aliens meme. Aliens. That's exactly what Slade did when he went... Guns. guns. Um, <laughs> it's, <laughs> no, um, it's, the first time, it's the first time I've been anti-gun in my life. Mm. There's um because they shoot you twice. I had like the maxed out health. I'd spent the money. You get shot three times, and you're falling over dead. But if you if you pick up their gun, you can just shoot them or throw the gun at them, <laughs> or peg them in a cinema, or peg them in a cinema, right? <laughs> peg them in a cinema. That's what I'll remember. There you go. When I when I don't go back and play this, I honestly think the thing that I'm going to take away from this game is just like. It's not even the side quests themselves. It's like you'll get halfway through a side quest and you'll just be like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's what and, got me. But in a really good it, way. There is, there is such an amusement in watching. Like, They have this like stoic, really angry Japanese man face, which I cannot get over. And it's still like the one thing I think about for Yakuza. Mm. And just watching them sing the Dome Dome song yeah. or whatever Akimitai. is so... It's so funny. There's, really a, there's a really good track that like Goro Majima has called 24 Hour Cinderella. And if you haven't seen the cutscene, I encourage you to look it up. Yeah, it's it's really funny. So it's really lovely, Slade. I think you should sing all of our outros. Absolutely not. <laughs> there's, um, just go back to the fighting style. Um, both uh, Kiryu, uh, Kazuma Kiryu and Goro Majima have uh, two, sorry, three individual fighting styles at kind of at base. And then, as mentioned before, there's a an extra fourth fighting style per character if you do their, their very involved side quest. Um, for Kiryu, there's the Brawler, there's the the Beast, and there's uh, the other one. Um, <laughs> the big yeah, boy. All I, used was, all I used was Brawler because that's the one that let me pick up bicycles and trash cans and other things could, to hit people with. You can pick them up with anything, but if you go to Beast, he gains yeah. about like 300 pounds of muscle mass and just starts <laughs> swinging with orangutan strength. <laughs> Yeah, he's also very slow in that method. Yeah, but you can just pick people up and throw them around. So it's fantastic. But then Goro Mijima's got essentially like a brawler kind of stance. He's got a break dancing stance and he has a baseball bat stance, which is just he has a baseball bat. Baseball. Yeah, and like I said, there's a lot of things you can solve with the baseball bat. It's amazing, like you can Correct. cheese. Don't bother, don't bother with anything else, just use the baseball bat. Although it is very funny to break dance on your enemies. <laughs> Yeah, Karate Kid would be a very different film if he learned the baseball stance, <laughs> baseball bat stance. Well, he just he, he's just stood there, like in the middle of like a, a, a mob brawl, essentially wheeling a baseball bat, like like it's nunchucks, and like no one can do anything about him. I kept every time I just hit somebody with like the uh, so you do this thing where you charge what's called heat, and like uh, if you have a certain amount of heat, then you can do like a special move. That's the only time I didn't press X because you press Y to do those. Mm -hmm. Nice. And I always called it sending him the horny jail. It's a but big I hit him bonk. with the baseball bat. Yeah. But on the topic of using heat for moves, uh, Joey touched on it earlier with the environmental knockouts. This, uh, it's it's unfortunate that you encountered only like two or three, the same two or three over and over again, because this game does have hundreds of animations. Oh, sorry, when I say two or three, I mean per environment, per like mob fight. I was yeah. trying to like lure people over to different areas of the map, but could not get the hang of. Um, the environmental knockouts. Well, like the thing that I found was just like 
it seemed to be that no matter what I did, there was a different knockout animation for everything. I had mm-hmm. ones for like where I was carrying a sofa and some where I was just stood next to a rail and like and yeah. somewhere it's like, oh, you put a box on their head and kick them into the sewer. It's like, oh, cool. Great. Well, I knew they existed. So I went and watched a YouTube compilation in the end, but I didn't. I was I was like, am I not unlocking something here that I should? Because I basically got the rail and one where they get like stomped into the tarmac a lot. Mm. Yeah. It's um, um I think the stomping in the tarmac one's a pretty common one, but there there are but, a lot of animations to consider. There's like also one context. for everything you could give them to pick up. Yeah. There's like a yeah, few. So, so like for example, if you're if you're in beast mode with Kazuma uh, Kiryu and you're holding like let's say uh, a sign for a sandwich shop. Um, if your enemy is in front of you, there's a there's an animation. If there's an enemy stood with their back to you, there's an animation. If they're on the ground facing up, there's an animation. If they're on the ground facing yeah. down, there's an animation. But see, this this harks back to my point that I made in my thoughts. In that, if they can animate ten million different scenarios of where an enemy stood, plus what you're carrying, plus your fighting stance. Mm-hmm. Why do they have visual novel style cutscenes? Well, they got distracted, see, Joey, making all of these different knockout positions, and then we're like, oh, shit, we forgot to animate. <laughs> I think I maybe just missed, missed something when it comes to these kind of games. No, it's, I, don't, I don't know. I get it. I get it. Um, right, what else is there to talk about with Yakuza? That's about it, really. What film were you watching when you had a good time? I have a good time. Yeah, when you got pegged in the cinema. Uh, oh, I think it was Finding Nemo. Catwoman. Catwoman. No. No. <laughs> now, now Tim can only watch Catwoman while getting pegged. <laughs> or being pussy whipped. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he nearly spat out his drink. Um, ah. All right, Very shall good. we go to That's scores and thoughts and that wrap up Yakuza? Sure, yeah. I have the document ready. All right. Uh, I'm going to go to Slade first. Sure. Uh, listen to me last week. It's getting another four. That There's seems... some charming elements, but the overall thing is not great. That seems very harsh to me, but okay. Hmm. It was between a four or five, and the last level kind of tanked it for me. I kept getting shot to death over and over. Right, okay. The last level of a, of a game, difficult. Well, I never. Oh, my stars. <laughs> Joey. This is a word come to. Uh, Slade, I'm guessing you're not recommending... Uh, you know what? It's it's a weird recommend. So go take a look at it. But it's on Game Pass, so you have no money commitment. While it's on Game Pass, take a look at it, but don't don't get too invested. Mm. Apparently, do the side quests. I was wrong. There's what you'll get. Yeah. So I have a couple of things to add to this really quickly. Yeah. Um, if you play this on computer, uh, the game size is 25 gig, and for the amount of content within that game. 25 gig is a lovely, lovely size to, to download. I think if you enjoy insanity, and like Tim said, I think like water cooler moments in video games, Yakuza 0 is one that you will really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, don't, don't rush through it for a podcast is my recommendation. Take your time and enjoy the insanity and embrace the insanity. I didn't enjoy the story like that the long and short of it i did not enjoy the story at all i think that i don't quite something doesn't quite translate well 
with um, a lot of these kind of games for me. But I did enjoy the side quest and I did enjoy the insanity and I did enjoy that like punching people, they exploded money and that stupid kind of element of it. So I'm going to give it like a fairly harsh seven. Okay. With a recommend to play the side quests. Okay, cool. I loved the vast, 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 vast majority of this game. The only thing I didn't like is that the cutscenes went on a bit too long at times. That's my main criticism. Um, mm-hmm. I'm giving this a 9.5. This nice. is one oh. of my games of the year. Do you know, um, the other thing I really liked about this is if you're a fan of retro games, go to the arcade because you can yeah. play full retro games within Yakuza 0. So because of because of playing this game, I actually picked up Yakuza Like a Dragon, which is, in terms of the Yakuza chrono- uh, chronological time series, um, that's the latest in the series. You can attend the Sega arcades, which actually are in Kamarucho and Osaka in real life, but they've just put things like Virtual Fighter Five just in the game. You can just go and play full Virtual Fighter Five or Daytona or Sonic or whatever you want in the arcades. Yeah, it's very cool. Like, I yeah. think it's... Very clever, and I think it's. Uh, I played this. Sorry for clarity. I played this on Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, so did I, by the way. But if you play this on Steam, they've optimized it so well that the requirements for your build are really, really low. Mm. It's a they very well polished so game. low, um, and also it's got. If you have got a really good build, it's got an uncapped frame rate, which is always lovely to to see. Um. Yeah, just just enjoy it. Yeah. So nine and a yeah. half is. I think oh, I don't know if I'd go nine and a half, but I I think um, I can understand why you enjoyed this so much, Tim. Yeah, like I I adored the vast majority of this game. I'm glad y'all talked for a while because I was having to figure out what I did wrong in the spreadsheet. <laughs> Thanks for that. Let's let's go to a new section. Uh, hang wait, on, wait, real wait. quick. The average score overall is a 6.8 with three... I, I'm going to say two wobbly recommends that I strongly recommend. No, mine is a recommend, so one wobbly. Is it? Okay, mine's, mine's going to be a wobbly. I say give it like three, four hours, see if you like it or not, but don't feel bad about tapping You'll out. know if you'll like it in three or four hours. That's, I actually think you might need a bit more. I think the true insane mini games come I'm a little thinking, bit later. I'm, I know, I'm just thinking about like that first chapter. Mm, the first chapter or, was not strong. Well, what? We said what? To... The second chapter persona, uh, yeah. So yeah, let's do let's do two. I'll, I'll give it two, but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna stick with my four. But it's a wobbly recommend. Just put a few hours into it, give it a shot. It's on Game Pass. It's not gonna kill you to download it at the moment. Cool. Or stream it with XCloud. Wow, wow. Uh, let's head over to a, a certain corner of the room here. Oh, oh, Slade, is that is that? It's looking really steamy over there. Is that Tim's? Is that Wembenbo's steam deck corner? The steamy corner. It's lovely and steamy. Ooh, a sauna. Yeah, it runs really well on the steam deck. That was the end of Tim's steamy corner. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I got a steam deck. Um, I think. Have you? You've not mentioned it. Not once. Um, uh, Tim got a steam deck. I got a chair. Peek behind the curtain. Mental health issues. It's uh, (laughs) (laughs) best Christmas ever, frankly. (laughs) um, uh, Peek behind the curtain. We have a list of games that we play. That's that's not really a secret, but uh, thanks to the Steam Deck, I've been able to blitz through them. 
Uh, yeah, Tim's Tim's so fast forward. He's playing in November. Yeah, I'm I'm most of the way through the year at this point, um, which is great for me. Um, so uh, yes, it plays very very well on the Steam Deck. It's uh, it it do good. Now the Steam Deck is only capped to like sixty FPS, so I played the vast majority at sixty FPS. But I did try on PC, uh, and Joey's right, the uncapped frame rate is very very nice. Uh, for example, one of my monitors is 165 hertz, so I was able to play this game at 2K 165. Very, nice. very fun. Very good. And that was Tim's steamy steam corner. Can I give you a controversial uh, opinion about frame rate? Go on. As long as it's stable, it doesn't really matter. You know, 30, 60, 90, 120, whatever you're getting. No, but as long as it's stable and doesn't dip and go around, it's um, it's um, fine. Unless you play now play Ocarina of Time on the, the Nintendo 64, which is well, it depends on frames a second. 20 well, frames per second for that game. It, it depends if you're playing on the US or EU version. Or Japanese. A, yeah, there was a different frame rate on all of them. Yes, sir. Uh, I right. think that's fair, to be honest, because games like Bloodborne, whilst I would rather they were in 60, capped at 30 and play fine. It looks, it like it's still on, like even on playing it on my PS5, it looked good. Sony, bring Bloodborne to, play, to PC, you cowards. They're not going to do that. PlayStation hates gamers. No, they're bringing stuff over. They've brought Uncharted and they, they considered other things. Days Gone's they, on there. Days Gone is on there. Joey, thank, Joey very graciously bought me that. Dang. Hang on, I might be having to make a... Ah, I do have to make a correction. What's your correction? Okay, so for Signalis... No, no. For (laughs) Signalis, it also gets a 6.8, because I'd made the typo there as well. What? Yeah. What was it before? Uh, Well, it was only averaging my score and uh, your score, Joey. Oh, the form that I hadn't copied over? Yeah, it didn't copy over correctly. So originally it said 6.3, but... Yeah, it's supposed to be a 6.8. All right, cool. Well, uh, join us in two weeks' time where Slade will be taste-testing batteries to find out which one is the sourest. I think it's Duracell. Do y'all not do that? All right, we're going to get some (laughs) interesting results in two weeks. Do you not check a 9-volt battery with your tongue to see if it still has voltage? Uh, Suddenly, so much of what I know about Slade makes more sense. (laughs) But the fog is cleared. <laughs> and we're going to be playing uh, oh, yes. Back to Half-Life 2, episode 1 and 2. We're going to talk about both at one time because yep. they're not very long. Dual episode, baby. Cool. Well, I have a uh, question about how we're doing the scoring on that, by the way. Well, we'll, we'll come back to it um, yes. in the next episode. Uh, thanks very much for stopping by. Stick around for the pre-app post-amble where we, we might be playing a game. How strange. What? Um, see you later, listener. Love you. Bye. Bye. Sample time. Hello. Hello. Tib left zero seconds for editing. Yeah, I yeah. have made editing a challenge. <laughs> I'm going to say I have made a grave mistake. <laughs> well, let's Foolish see if I can be more, more successful than last time. Ah. What? So Joey just held his fist up you in the air it. angrily, and we didn't hear a thing that just happened. <laughs>
fuck's sake, it's playing in my ears right now. <laughs> this is doing the old man yells at Cloud yeah, thing. Uh, yeah, that, that's how Joey is every time he hears my score. That's a great thing. Why? Why did that not work? Let's try again. Tim, while he sorts this out, you watched any good animes lately? Uh, you not none. hear that? No, no, not at all. We'll shut up when <laughs> we can. Fucking, 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 All of Here I was, just for the kids. C- celebrating. Oh yeah, I've got this all sorted. Me, 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 me. bag. 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 You know, a bag of twats. I'm going to try for a third time, and if not, Tim, I'm just going to send you the, the, the... Yeah, that's fine, I can work it. It'll, it'll be a surprise to all of us. Oh, for God's sake, it's not working. Yeah, just send me the file. I'll send you the file. It's going to be in the post-amble. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be in the post-amble. Welcome to the post-amble, everybody. Joey's a charming fellow and excellent game show host. Welcome to Going to Get Over Here, the most anticlimactic game show you've ever heard. If you wow. haven't, don't know what it is by now, why are you still here? Why have you been listening to us talk for an hour on Yakuza Zero and not any of our other episodes? Go listen to them, you creep. You bag. Um, <laughs> I don't mean that. We love everyone. Don't, of you, don't call our audience bags. I'm calling them stupids. Well, they are. Okay. <laughs> um, just uh, oh yeah, that's fine. Um, okay, cool. So the rules of this are very simple. Uh, I will give you a category. We will go through that category, and you will guess until there is no more answers, or until one of you can't do it anymore. Uh, if you start that round, you um, and the other person can't answer, then you go and you win. Bless you, Slade. Well done for muting, but you know, breaking that, breaking that. We're, we're bringing it into attention. Uh, if you, I, I tried for you, audience. If you didn't start the round, and then the next person gets it wrong, you still need to answer because oh, you haven't, you know, completed the point. Uh, sure. We are doing best of three. Are we ready, gentlemen? Yes. Yep. You know, I'm going to let Tim go first each time because he are needs you? to win something. Yeah, Tim, Tim yeah. not. I'm going to be nice. Yet, I, could, so. I could do with a dub. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a little handicap here. I'll, I'll shut up. <laughs> Can you edit out the word cap in that, Tim? I'll give you a handy. <laughs> <laughs> I always give Tim handies. There you go. Use that idea. Why do you think he you. sounds really happy during the, the recording? <laughs> 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 okay, cool. So um, this is, according to Wikipedia... Tim, what the fuck? Off to a flying start. Tim, what have you sent? Oh, just found a thing. <laughs> oh, nice. Sorry, everybody. Tim has posted a photo in our Discord of Diary of a Farting Creeper. It's a book by a guy called Wimpy Fart. Cool. Thanks, Tim. Anyways, back to the okay, game. Cool. So this is according to Wikipedia, so take that what you will. Um, the top ten selling video games of all time. Okay. Gonna start with Tim. Tetris. Correct, Amundo. Oh, I still um, going? Or is it yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was waiting for the, I was waiting for the little ding, but I but forgot. We can't the get them. Isn't working. The only problem yeah. with this is, I now can't do the timer. 
Ah, so, okay. I'm going to just so, say insert timer here. Okay. All right. Uh, Wii Sports. Uh, correct, Amundo. Minecraft. Correct. Call of Duty. Do I have the franchise it up, or can I just say Call of Duty? There is uh, no Call of Duty on there, Slade. So, Tim, you what? are one step closer. Would you like me to go through the list really quickly? Sure. I think we actually covered this. So, I think GTA Five is on there. You are correct. As so, Skyrim, I think? No. So, it goes ah. from, from 1 to 10, from highest to, to lowest. Minecraft, GTA Five, Tetris, Wii Sports, PUBG, Mario Kart 8, Super Mario Brothers, Red Dead Redemption 2, Pokemon, the Game Boy version, and Terraria. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good for you, Terraria. Terraria? Oh, Terraria. good on you, bud. Uh, so, Slade, do you think that Tim needs a dub, right? Yeah. Okay, so... Slade, do what you want fighting to, do game you want, character knows how to parry best? Do you Anyways, want what? to... Uh, do, you, do you want to have Tim the start on this? Sure, that's okay. fine. Well, we're I mean, looking, I've won every time we've done this. So yeah, I'm happy to give Tim a little... We're looking at uh, characters in Street Fighter 1. Oh, hey, yes. I don't know any, so go ahead and hand it over. Uh, Tim. Ryu. Correct. I don't know a single Street Fighter just character. just guess. Steve. <laughs> Unfortunately, that is correct. No, it's wrong. Well done, Tim. You're the winner. I'll send you the thing. Uh, the Tim wins. Fatality. all the files for this but now you have a, a massive dub to your name have you guys ever played street fighter one no no it is i've never played street fighter awful it is awful it's a wonder isn't that around. isn't that the one where the dudes just filmed themselves changing costumes and took like still images no what fighting game am i thinking of you'll probably think World Combat, I think. One. yeah yeah. Um, so, uh, the, do you want to play the final round? Yeah, we might as well. Sure. Let's do it. Cool. Uh, these are named voice actors of the Wikipedia article for the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh. We've done this. No, we haven't. Boom. Got it. <laughs> Pretty sure we've done this. I don't think we have. Didn't we do this? Because you asked us to name him, and I was like, Keegan Michael Key, and you were like, oh, yeah, he's in there. Oh, Sake, we've done this. Yeah. Oh well, we're just gonna go back and do another one then. Uh, this is one we did before. Let's see how this one pans out. Uh, Resident Evil 4 weapons. There's 19 in total. Am I going first? Yep. Go yeah. ahead. Typewriter. That is. Uh, oh, well, this happened last time. Can you give me it the proper did. name, please? Uh, the typewriter Tommy Gun. <sighs> Slade. On the Chicago you. typewriter. <laughs> Come on, Slade, our Resident Evil 4 expert. What? Name one. The pistol? No, that is correct. You win that yeah. round. <laughs> right. As a Resident Evil expert, I can tell you that it's shit. You looking forward to the remake, Slade? No, no. No, I'm not playing it. It looks good. Looks really, really good. Looks I saw the Comrain got toned down. Mm. Right. And on that note... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, well, you can decide where can they find you? You can find me over at Slade Plays Games on Twitter and Twitch, Slade's Life on Instagram. You can also find me at doing two guest spots on the Gaming and Collecting podcast and the Cult Worthy Movie podcast. It's almost like you're between two pods. Yay! 
Swain, what's that a reference to? Uh, Between Two Pods is a uh, guest show we do where we invite other podcasts on to talk to us about their favorite video games and podcasts themselves. I love that name, by the way. Thank you. What do you mean, thank you? I came up with this. Joey, where can they find you? Well, I was going to take full credit for it if you didn't remember that. I was going to be like, yep, I did that. uh, I'm not appearing on any podcast, but I would like to give a shout out to Talking Smack because Josh is, you know, my my boo. He's my bubba. He's my boo, 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 boo. Um, And I will share both of you that reference later because both of you look perplexed. Um, Yeah. uh, And you can also find me at twitch.tv forward slash game club pod or search for game club pod on YouTube and find us there where Tim and I will be showing our faces on stream. I'm don't Tim. forget uh don't forget our discord the discord Tim, um where can they find you at when bembo and everything and on my other podcast the fanatics where my friend Aya and i watch the same awful movie every week we're watching oh Cameron. and he also has a steam deck i have a steam deck now <laughs> um <laughs> hi i'm tim and my pronouns are steam and deck <laughs> 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 Sorry, Tim, you got cut off there talking about your other podcast. Tell us about yeah. your other podcast. Uh, my friend Aya and I watch the same awful movie every week. It's called The Fanatics. The movie's the, called The Fanatics? The movie's called The Fanatics? No, no, the, the bod- podcast is called The Fanatics. The movie watching oh. Catwoman. Okay. Why are you watching Catwoman? Uh, because we already established a brand name in the first season. It, explain to us, how does this movie podcast work? Y'all just we watch, watch the it? same awful movie every week for a year. Every How far week. into you are you now? We recorded episode 17 last night. Well, so you got a long way to go then. You must really like yes. this movie. Uh, no. <laughs> I, um, I actually hate this considerably more than the season one movie. Do you? I actually really do. I have seen both. Uh, and I don't remember Catwomen being that bad. It's it's a nothing movie. Like I don't I don't think you guys have will have ever seen this either, but if you've ever seen Sex in the City 2, you'll know what I mean by like it is that a is, nothing movie. That is one of Slade's four movies he's watched. <laughs> bold, bold of you to assume. I also think it's really funny that uh, Tim is our resident movie podcast guy when you think about it. There's my copy of Sex in the City 2. He's got a physical copy of it. But Tim is our resident movie podcast guy, and I get invited to go talk about movies. Well, they are anime movies, which I still movies? don't quite get the grasp of. They're what movies? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. He says anime. I, I don't think know. He means cartoons. Do y'all want to know what movies we're watching? I don't know if I'm allowed to say. Uh, Maybe, well, they to say. Maybe they should tune in. Maybe they should tune in. Tune in, you fishy people. Yeah, do that. Is that a The Office reference? Um, no, it's not. I wish it was, but it just came to my hey, head. Tuna. It, it fell out of my mouth without me thinking or processing any of it. I really like adding the word, like the word "the" into like a reference. It was like, is that a The Office reference? Oh God! Um, so you know, um, speaking of Andy Bernard, the guy who calls Jim Big Tuna, yeah. you know the song he sings when he leaves. Yeah. Yes. I did a presentation for my friend who left my work um, <laughs> this week, and I included the song "I Will Remember You," but the Ed Helms version, which he sang. Oh, lovely! Um, it was it was beautiful. Lovely. Was amazing. Love so remember, listener, we will remember you. Will you remember, remember you. me? I mean, I won't. Wow. Slow right. twat bag. Let's leave it there. All right. Well, see you in two weeks, everyone, for Half Life Two, Episode One and Two.
Oh, it should be great. Chow, sure. it's a good time. Chow, Surely that would be a whole Jesus. life, wouldn't it? No. It's actually, with the, with the first game, is 1.5 lives. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, ciao, you sexy divas. Bye.